JK Podcast is brought to you by CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Collar and Elbow was founded on the traditional values of professional wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product intended to connect with people on an emotional level. A symbiotic relationship where one cannot flourish without the other. We strive to create a product that embodies our passion for professional wrestling expressed through street fashion. Make sure to use promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout and receive yourself a sweet 10% off your entire order from CollarAndElbowBrand.com. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here at the JNK Podcast. What's up, guys? First proud part of the Roar Network and powered by thegrillposition.com. Yes, we are. So another week has come and gone here, Carl. It definitely has. Um, before we start the show today, mm-hmm. we want to we want to talk to you guys on, as as you heard me say with the collar and elbow stuff, on, on an emotional level here for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody has really seen the reports and seen what's happened uh, at Raw on Monday night uh, involving, I'm not going to mention names. We don't need to. But it, it involved a, a tweet that had come out. Um, somebody had threatened to commit some self-harm to themselves during Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Now, this person uh, was part of the WWE for a while. And uh, thankfully, it came to light afterwards that it was not going to happen, that this person was not in the building. Um, There was uh, some concern about safety of of this person and others within the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. (laughs) We want to go into a very different direction with this with everyone now we could sit here and we could talk about you know what was what was put out there and and talk negative negatively about it but we want to talk a little bit more about the issue itself now we understand in this day and age that depression and ptsd and uh, mental issues are a very large and rampant thing within not just the wrestling industry, mm-hmm. but within sports, within entertainment, within music, within all of these different aspects. There are issues that, that, that come about and people are very affected by it, whether it's, it's negatively or positively on the person themselves. Now, we want you guys to know that we here at the JNK Podcast have dealt with these issues before. Um, we have known people and still know people that, that are in a depression and that are fighting that fight and, and struggling with that battle. And we want you guys to know that you're not alone. We've been there. We know. And... We want to be here to say that we can help in whatever small fashion is available. If you guys are having thoughts of any type of self-harm or any type of issue that's that's going around in your head and, and you're just really scared and not sure what to do, reach out. Reach out to friends. Reach out to a family member. Hell, even reach out to us. Yeah, You guys know that we're available on social media. Reach out to somebody and just let them know that you're going through something right now and you just need them to be there and listen to you. It's something that, that can really help, is just having that ear to listen. So we want you guys to know you're not alone in this fight. This fight is something that is very strong within society today. And you guys can get through this. With that being said, I just want to let you guys know. And this isn't any type of cheap plug, but this is for you guys. For you guys to really be able to reach out to us if you need to. We are on 
three different social media platforms. We are. You can find us in three different places. We're mm-hmm. talking Facebook, and we're on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. So you guys can search out JK Podcasts with an S at the, at the end of it and be able to reach out to us if you need to. Myself, I generally run the social media, but if there's something that comes up that I feel is is worthy enough to to be able to bring to Big Joe as well, then him and I will essentially tag team this issue. Yeah. And we will help you guys out no matter what. Now, somebody who has gone through depression himself and has gone through different issues in his life is a very good friend of ours who has been on our podcast before. And we, for our sound clip today, are going to listen to a very enthusiastic friend of ours talking about the superstars of wrestling fan fest that is coming up very soon. Guys, listen to the enthusiastic voice of our friend and one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Jeff Jarrett. Hey, wrestling fans, Double J, Jeff Jarrett here. That's right, and WWE Hall of Famer. We're about a month away. Superstars of wrestling right there in Rome, Georgia, Booker T, the Young Bucks, Mean Gene Oakling. I mean a who's who list. I can't wait to get there. You know, these conventions have exploded. Well, this is the one to be at. Oh, especially if you're in the area. Come on out. I'm going to be signing autographs, taking pictures, doing the old meet and greet thing. And guess what? I don't think I'm coming alone. So if somebody gets in my way, get ready for old El Caban, the old guitar shot. Folks, I'll see you Saturday, September the 22nd. Be there. So there we go, Ray from Jeff Jarrett. Now, we've talked about this uh, show over on the Average Marks podcast. They had uh, Air Paris, who's kind of been uh, getting all this kind of set up. And as he mentioned, Young Bucks, uh, Jeff Jarrett himself, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund, uh, James Storm, and uh, Wildcat Chris Harris. I mean, it's one of those things where it's the, the perfect example of a, a promoter, former wrestler, looking at the landscape of wrestling and going, what do the fans want? And let's <laughs> give it to them. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's going to be an ongoing theme uh, specifically to do this episode because that actually kind of weaves itself nicely into what we're going to talk about here. And this is WWE not listening to their fans. And specifically, you know, when it comes to, and, you know, to name two names in particular, we're talking Becky Lynch and Braun Strowman after this most recent episode of Monday Night Raw of these, uh, these two specifically, but there's been other examples of this, of wrestlers getting so over with the crowd after so much work, and then as soon as they get to that moment, heel turn! Heel turn, and just derailing that whole <laughs> thing. And it's easy to, no, it's easy to just point the finger directly at Vince and just say, you know, this is your fault. But, you know, there's clearly there's more going on here than just one person saying, nope. I see that you're getting over. Screw you. We're turning you heel. How dare you get yourself over? And, and you know this is uh, over on the uh, the hitting the the Mark's uh, Pro Wrestling podcast. They've actually already kind of discussed this topic. We're kind of giving you guys our kind of take on this. And um, you know, without going down kind of that same path, there, I would definitely agree that um, it, it's WWE is just they have it in their mind what they want to do, and they're going to do it whether their fans like it or not. And that's that, that comes from a whole team of writers that collectively come together and they discuss, hey, let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at that. How do you think this will work? What about if we do this with this? Mm-hmm. Right. And and I mean, all of these writers kind of kind of come together and they're like, OK, so, yeah. All right. Perfect. Decision made. Let's take it to Vince or let's take it to, you know, whoever. Let's take it to the top and creative and let's see what we can do to get this put through. Right. Yeah. So like you said, we can't just blame Vince on this. Yeah. It's really something that we have to blame on the entire creative and writing team when it comes to these weird mm-hmm. heel turns that kind of happen. Um, I know that you're not going to like this, but the Becky Lynch one I think is great. Yeah. I think it's great for her character She's been going through as as a face for so long and really 
she's over with the crowd. 100% she is. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't really going anywhere except it's happy-go-lucky Becky Lynch. Yeah. I think, hopefully, with this quote-unquote heel turn that that has happened that maybe they can develop a little bit more with her uh give her more title opportunities give her a title run something like that right um this social media is blowing up already it always does we're right when we're recording our episodes this braun Strowman turn i'm at a loss for words with this i mean mm-hmm. there there was no reason no reason at all for Braun Strowman to join forces and take out the shield. I, I know, I know. It's, it's, uh. it, it's, you know, there's, I think there's some other things at play here, you know, and to kind of uh, look at different approaches and stuff from this, um, you know, recently there was a, a, a Twitter post done by Road Dog. He's one of the uh, the producers, one of these people working behind the scenes. And the post kind of said, you know, in, in responding to people criticizing the booking and whatnot, he's like, "Well, that's that's just the story you wanted, but that's not the one that we that we we gave to you." Like that that that's just what a, a weird kind of response. It, almost kind of like a, a politician's kind of answer to kind yeah. of somewhat kind of address the the problem, but then kind of take it off in a completely other direction or not directly address it. Right? Yes. You know. You know. It's clearly. I mean. You know. And going with with the writers. I mean. You know. And when we sat down here and did our, our roundtable for summer, I guarantee you, some of those writers working behind the scenes had similar approaches and similar angles that we were thinking of. And it must be so demoralizing for these guys to be doing all this and only for upper management to just go, nope, we're going to do it the way we want to anyways. Like, yeah. You know, speaking of depression at the top of the show, there's got to be maybe some of these writers that are having a tough time too. I mean, it's there's got to be some creative people there coming up with cool ideas and it, they just get shot down. I guarantee you that that's happening. They do. And it's... You're right. I'm, I'm sure that really weighs on them. And I'm wondering... You know, is it? I don't know how how the writers and creative and all of that. I I really don't know like how it works there. Like, is there mm-hmm. a hierarchy that happens, or yeah. is it more of like um, you know a democracy where there's you know you have to have so many votes to be able to you know get this to where it's supposed to be kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be that you know four people over here are all thinking the same way that we were thinking, but then you've got ten people over here that are thinking something different and agreeing. So majority rules in that case, right? Like that's yeah. Well, if you go back and uh, you know, cheap kind of plug for the road network here. If you go back to the first episode of Going Home, uh, Ryan and Mike actually interviewed a former WWE writer. So uh, go and listen to that episode, and you actually you'll get some um, some insight to what happened there. And I remember specifically that uh, you know I had some runs with you know Stephanie in particular of uh, you know getting these ideas, and she's like, well. No, we're going to go in this direction that we want to anyways. It's like they they have this pool of, uh, of ideas, you know, just purely as a backup if their idea doesn't work. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's such a bizarre kind of it, – it's, it's honestly to the point, it's like why even bother having a creative team, you know, to begin with if you're just going to put the kibosh or just obliterate with their ideas anyways, you know? Yeah, that's – yeah. I mean, you're right. That's exactly what it seems like. Uh, yeah. You know, from hearing what you're you're throwing down right now, yeah. it's it sounds like it's just backup is all that it is. Yeah. It's you know fail safe. Oh, if if my idea doesn't work, well, <laughs> I just paid these guys to give me six yeah. more ideas, and eh, maybe I'll try one of them if mine doesn't work. Another good example, Jimmy Jacobs in that in that position mm. and decided to leave the company after being so fresh. And look at him now. He's oh, doing yeah. amazing. He's going to be involved in all in. He's doing stuff with impact. I mean, he's just killing it right now, you know? And I think that they, they're in that position. It's not unheard of, you know, for people to be involved in these big companies and to just be stifled creative wise. Right. So, which is, is, is kind of ridiculous because you take a look at somebody like Jimmy Jacobs oh, man. in that position. He has done so much and so many different things within yeah. in the professional wrestling world that I'm sure the ideas he had were gold, mm-hmm. gold, 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10 ideas, I'm sure, is what they would have been rated. And 
just to have them kiboshed or to have them just kind of dismissed, right? I, I don't blame him for getting upset and for saying, you know what, like, I can't do this anymore. And going back to his roots and going back to, you know, really what he loves to do as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure writing is probably something that he really enjoys doing because if he didn't, I don't think he would have taken that that type of a position within the company, right? But it's great to see him back out there again. Mm-hmm. Zombie Princess lives again. Yeah. And, and wrestler-wise, I'll pick a couple names out there with a couple of different um, outcomes uh, afterwards, but uh, Jack Swagger and CM Punk. Another good example is wrestler-wise in WWE. I mean, look at Punk now. I mean, he is so just seemingly just terrified of the, the pro wrestling business and, uh, you know, God only knows what he's doing. And then you take you know, somebody like Jack Swagger who just, again, you know, use that expression, just stifled creative wise. I mean, he had a lot of cool ideas himself and just, you know, a really good worker and just not being able to give the opportunity now, you know, doing, uh, all kinds of stuff and, and doing very, very well in the independent scene. And this, you know, quite frankly is becoming a very common occurrence now with these guys leaving WWE and, you know, Rey Mysterio, Wade Barrett, um, you know, he calls himself Stu Barrett now. Yes. And, uh, you know, Jack Swagger and, you know, all these guys coming out of WWE and being so successful in this independent scene. You know, it's becoming, dare I say it, it's it's almost seems like it's going in the direction of the trajectory they're on is that could potentially WWE become, become the minority in the pro wrestling business. <laughs> it, it honestly is kind of feeling that yeah. way right now because it's gonna it's getting to the point where you know just it's i'll use an example uh you know our, our colleagues over at the, the hitting the marks pro wrestling podcast at the end of their last episode jerko was like i'm done with ron smackdown <laughs> he essentially I'm, I'm paraphrasing here because we're a bit more of a pg show here but uh you know he's like i'm done reviewing these shows and like i'm done just watching him he's like that's it he's like i'm tapping out you know it's terrible that the content is just terrible it's like they're not even trying or even listening to the the crowds their merch machines you know it's oh that's it's frustrating and, and i totally get it i totally get it i want to give you guys an example that is a little bit more close to us right now yep so as always mm-hmm. i am wearing my collar and <laughs> elbow hat yep as always, except in the picture that you guys will see on our Facebook account today, mm. I was not wearing it. Yep. But Big Joe has just been given. <laughs> he had a birthday yep. not that long ago, mm-hmm. and he was given a brand new Young Bucks Bullet Club Zebra Print shirt. This thing is sweet, too, by the way. It, it is beautiful. It's a gorgeous shirt. It is. He's wearing a Young Bucks shirt. No WWE. Nope. I am wearing the new Golden Villain Club Bullet Club shirt. Very cool. We have absolutely no WWE merchandise on us at all. No. I have a ring that I wear. I'm not wearing it right now, but normally I have a ring that I wear. Mm -hmm. And that ring is actually a... TNA heavyweight championship mm-hmm. ring. Yep. It's it's like you're starting to kind of see a little bit of a different trend going on here now with, you know, people moving away from the mediocrity, let's say, of WWE mm-hmm. and coming more towards the more exciting stuff within Ring of Honor and within New Japan Pro and yep. within Lucha Underground and within Impact Wrestling and all of these different smaller companies that are really making things exciting for the wrestling fan. And speaking of which, we're going to take a quick commercial break here and we're going to come back and talk about that exact thing because we are going to break down and give some of our predictions coming up for All In because our colleagues, again, uh, the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast and editor-in-chief of the globeposition.com, Mr. Ryan Bowman, are, are going to be at All In. Yes. So we're going to give our, uh, our opinions here at the JK Podcast to see what happens there. But we'll be right back after this. Big Joe of the GorillaPosition.com and the Roar Network here 
with a very important message. If you're hearing this right now, this prime piece of real estate can be yours. That's right. Your product, service, show, or whatever you need to bring attention to can be done right here on this very podcast or any of our shows here on the Roar Network. But that's not all. A host of other sources can also be yours. Communications, news releases, video editing and production, any number of public relations and marketing services are available for the asking. Contact us at thegorillaposition1 at gmail.com today to find out how we can help you grow your audience, your booking, your attendance, and your business. Hi, hello, welcome. My name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Bob. It's Joanne Carl. Throw up your rock fist if you're feeling it. What's up, guys? This is the standard Dusty Gold here. We are going to set the standard in Canada, in the U.S., all over the world. Let's do this together. Let's raise the bar, set it high, crush that goal. You're listening to the J&K Podcast. Stay tuned. Right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carfell here back on the JNK podcast. Oh yeah. So as you heard in the break there. We are really making a big push here at the Roar Network to uh, to provide all these services. Again, um, if you, if you missed that, go back and listen to that. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on with that. And of course, and that as well, heard from former guest Alpha Female. Yes, we have interviewed her, and we will definitely get her in the future. And, of course, our last guest, Mr. Dusty Gold. That's right. Awesome interview with that guy. Go back and listen to that one. It was a absolute pleasure to have that guy on our show to kind of hear where he's going and what direction he wants to take with his professional wrestling career and we do things a little bit differently around here normally we talk about hey what are your long-term goals but we like to throw curveballs in there and we actually found out what his short-term goals within the wrestling business are so make sure you go back and listen to that episode as well so that you guys can hear all about our new friend, Dusty Gold. Yeah, absolutely. And before the break, we were talking about you know how WWE, you know, doesn't listen to their fans and really, you know, kind of puts the kibosh to a lot of really cool ideas. Going along with that, going actually going right against the grinning, doing the complete opposite of that. Cody and the Young Bucks putting together a landmark event in the uh, in the world of professional wrestling, all in happening September first. In Chicago. Now, I'm going to say something that is going to rub people the absolute wrong way. And Uh yes, us Canadians can sometimes be a little bit brash. This card does not look that great at all. But... I disagree. But I know it's going to knock it out (laughs) of the park. I... 100% 100% know that this is going to be an amazing show. They're going to pull out all the stops. They're going to make this the best show of the year is what this is going to be. People are going to be talking about this show for the rest of the year going. That was better than anything that WWE, that TNA, mm-hmm. that Ring of Honor, that New Japan has put out all year long. Guarantee it. Absolutely. Now we're going to go through the the card that's um, you know an advertised and we know for sure there could be more added to that. There could be some surprises, but uh, we'll kind of get into that as we go along here. Now, in no particular order, we'll start off with the what they're calling the over the budget battle royal. Yes, I love that name. <laughs> All right, love it. So the names that we know for sure that are going to be involved. We have Moose. Yep, Moose. We have an interesting one, Jordine Grace. Jordan. Yes. Jordan a, Grace. A, I pronounced that properly. She <laughs> she is involved. That's right. She is involved. That's in right. We have Colt Cabana. Going to make things interesting. Ethan Page, Rocky Romero, former Turnbuckle Talk guest, Brian Cage. Yep. Billy Gunn, Jimmy Jacobs, who we spoke of earlier, Marco Stunt, and still others. I believe there's at least six more that uh, we don't know of yet. Could still be involved. That you know, we have you know, Punishment Martinez. Who knows? 
any guy like that could get involved in that now. Coming out of this, Rey Mysterio. Oh, <coughs> CM Punk. <laughs> okay, I'll address that right off the bat because <laughs> this is just getting just way too much attention on, on social media with him. CM Punk is not going to be at the show. I'm calling it right now. He is not showing up. Our with, friend, <laughs> especially with the heat happening with Colt with this whole legal issue. I mean, they could play off of that angle. But I really, really strongly believe, and this is coming from a CM Punk fan. I love CM Punk, but I don't think he's going to show up. You don't think so at all? I don't think so, in no capacity whatsoever. I mean, it's 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 something that's been put out there so much that it 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 really could be a possibility. No. I'm going to say. Um, but I mean, we really never know when it comes to mm-hmm. anything that's going to happen in the world of professional wrestling. This is true. Um, I'm taking a look at something here, so mm-hmm. I apologize. Um, but yeah, looking at at this card, you know, I, I, sorry at, at this at this battle royal, you know, with Colt Cabana being in there, and with this thing, you know, like I said, you know. Be, me being a CM Punk, there'd be nothing cooler for me, you know, just to actually see him there. But with just what's been kind of transpiring lately and what he's been saying, what others have been saying, as much as I want to see it, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Our friends over at the Average Marks podcast, yes. um, they put out, and they do this a lot. So, I mean, guys, go follow the Average Marks on Absolutely. Facebook. They do these, they call them AMP because Average Mark Podcast, AMP. Amp Nation polls. Now, one of the polls that they put out, and this was only an hour ago. The poll actually ends in six days. You guys will still have six Mm. days because we're going to put this episode out for you today. Uh, Will CM Punk show up at All In this Saturday? And there's a a picture or a gif of CM Punk, you know, smiling. And it's a yes. Mm. And then there's a picture of CM Punk or a gif of CM Punk yeah. with a quite the, the disdained look on his face. His hoodie is up with a no. And I wanted to let you know the results of that right now. I'm curious. Um, the results are looking for yes, 22%. Mm. And for no, 78%. Wow. So a lot of the... Uh, people that have gone through and voted in this poll are thinking the exact same way that Big Joe is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that anything is possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I voted no. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that he's going to show yeah. up, but there's always the possibility. That's all I'm saying. That was a pretty cool uh, poll, actually. And I, I put one on, uh, too, if you want to go check it out. I, I don't know what the results of it ended up being, but I asked, uh, you know, did you think SummerSlam was good or not? And I had a little fun with a yes or no. I had yes, and I had the picture of Stone Cold Steve Austin if it was good. And I know I actually had a picture of Glacier from uh, <laughs> from WCW. <laughs> as, as, so I had, uh, had Stone Cold is good and Glacier is bad, so I had a little fun there. Now you threw that one onto the J&K podcast Facebook page? I did. I'm not nice. sure what the results of that were. But uh, anyways, for the, um, the over-the-budget Battle Royal, my pick to win that one, and I think that what could end up maybe being like a, an extra kind of match, I think they have Colt Cabana win, and I think that that could maybe lead to a match maybe with maybe a Bully Ray. Who knows? So we'll see, because I think that actually the winner of this actually gets a shot at the, the Ring of Honor title later in the, in the evening. So Okay. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. Really, you know, with us still not knowing some of the participants, really, I think kind of anything is possible. Are we going to see any WWE current talent there? Not likely. Probably not at all. Not likely. No. Because I know that uh, this particular show, I think, is really not too popular with some of the upper men in <laughs> WWE. Let's just put it that way. No, definitely not. Um, now, if I had to take a pick for the winner of this, just from the names that we've heard, mm-hmm. I-, I would have to say Jimmy Jacobs. That would be um, very cool. It-, it definitely would be. I think Jimmy Jacobs is really on a another rise mm-hmm. uh, within his career. And yeah, I think we will probably see Jimmy Jacobs win that. Mm-hmm. Now, next up, we have uh, an interesting one that's actually being done on what they're calling the Zero Hour, which is essentially their their kind of version of the pre-show. It's actually going to be happening on a, a cable network on WGN. Yep. And this is going to be the Briscoes versus SoCal Uncensored. Nice. So a, an interesting matchup there and, you know, kind of essentially being kind of given away to kind of maybe lure some, uh, well, not maybe lure maybe isn't the best way to kind of uh, draw people in, you know, last minute to, to sign up for that pay-per-view because I think that, you know, you know, 
that uh, will be interesting to see how pay-per-view buys are because we know like on the WWE side with the network, you know, pay-per-view buys have really been kind of dwindling. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, and to look at uh, numbers after that happens to see what happens with that. But uh, I think it's a pretty good match to kind of uh, draw people in. So this, honestly, these two teams have really gone out there and done a lot of work together. So it's going to be very nice to see these two guys or these four guys going out there really putting everything they that they've got into this because they know that that they are there to do essentially that is get people to go to fight.tv and order that pay-per-view and watch the show called all in and a good high octane tight team match i think is perfect for that scenario yeah and uh, the briscoes you know can always bring it and socal and censored some some really good talent there i'm gonna go probably with the briscoes to uh to take that match. Yes, I would agree. Now, probably, I think, so we're going to get to, like, the main card stuff now. And I think that, you know, that uh, over-the-budget Battle royal will probably happen probably mid-card, maybe l- possibly late. But I think that um, what I'm going to pick to be the, the curtain jerker, and I think it would be very fitting to go with how women's wrestling is currently going into business. I would pick the current jerker match to be the match between Madison rain, Chelsea green, Britt Baker and Tessa Blanchard. Okay. That I think could be a really good, uh, really good show. Really good match to kick off the evening. I think it's a great way to kick off the show. Mm -hmm. Have that as the curtain jerker. You've got, uh, four beautifully talented women that are going to be out there. Um, and again, all four of them go. They they know how to work. They have worked each other before. They you know know each other's styles. I think mm-hmm. it's really going to be a very good back and forth matchup between all four of them, with Tessa Blanchard coming out on top. Hmm. Interesting. I again go in a bit of a different direction. I think that I'm going to go for the underdog pick, and I'm going to go with Britt Baker. Okay. Somebody who's very, very underrated, and if you get a chance to watch some of her work, she is very, very talented. And I think to especially to kick off the the main card with a bit of a surprise, I like that approach because honestly, I don't think that you know as good as Tessa and Madison Rain are. You know, they don't really need the win. I think giving Britt Baker the win, I think it gives her a nice push and gives you that nice kind of pop right at the beginning of the show. Good idea. All right. So next up, we have something a little bit different here. We have Christopher Daniels taking on Mr. Stephen Amell. Yes. So we have a very experienced, very high-profile wrestler in Christopher Daniels, tons of experience, and a... Eh, maybe can't really call him part-time wrestler, but he is an actor, Mr. Stephen Amell, who has some previous experience with WWE of all places. Yes, he does. I mean, he has experience with WWE. He's got <clears> some <throat> experience with uh, Ring of Honor as well. I mean, he's done work for a few different companies, and and it's mostly just kind of like he's a he's a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. right? So it's more just hey, I would love to be able to have you know something with this guy. Or with that guy, right? And then they kind of go and do it all, right? Um, It's going to be an entertaining match. And I really think that the reason why they took and put uh, Christopher Daniels in that position with Stephen Amell is because Christopher Daniels can do the... um, I don't want to say funny, uh, comedic. Mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels can can do the comedic type of work. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see Christopher Daniels and Stephen Amell going out there and, and probably putting on a, a hilarious match. I think it's pretty clear that, uh, you know, look at these two. Obviously, uh, Daniels is going to be the, the ring general, so to speak, and is going yes. to carry the majority of this match. And, you know, I think that Stephen, um, I think, is athletic enough you know, and being with there somebody so experienced, I think that it, I think it's an interesting, and I think it's it's a good matchup, and I think that uh, you know done properly could be very interesting, and I think that uh, you know it's it, he's a good person uh, to work with, you know, being somebody who's just coming in and kind of you know essentially almost kind of being like a stunt kind of person. So yeah, uh, Christopher Daniels is uh, I think the right person to pick to do this match with him. So it'll yes. be interesting to see what happens with that. But I really think that. You know, given that scenario, I could see Stephen Amell actually coming on top on this. 
I, I either see Stephen Amell getting the win mm-hmm. or it being like a, a, a draw or a, a double disqualification or, or yeah. something along that line. Something that, that's going to save face for both of them, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Either way, I don't believe that Christopher Daniels is going to um, be the one to get himself over mm-hmm. in this. I think he's really going to, you know, do the job and put over Stephen yeah. Amell. Yeah, I, I could see him taking some kind of spot to really kind of, you know, to get that pop of the crowd because, you know, Stephen Amell, very, very popular uh, actor, whatnot. And I think, um, you know, Daniels being the, the compare that he is, I think he'll be willing, you know, to do that. Yeah. Know, to, to get a really nice high spot there. Now, uh, possibly next up here, again, these matches are in no particular order, but uh, an interesting one, I think that... Uh, We'll see how this kind of pans out here. We have Hangman Page, who has been really, really making a name for himself. You know, did very, very well in the G1 over in Japan. Yeah. Becoming very, very popular. And going up against Joey Janela, who, uh, if you're not aware of him, he has done uh, work with uh, Combat Zone Wrestling, ZZW, and Pressing Gorilla, where, you know, a lot of very relevant talent lately has also been coming from that promotion, uh, Ricochet and whatnot. So an interesting matchup here, and it, what I think could possibly come into play here. And call me crazy, you know, with, you know, Bull Club highly involved in this uh, in this show and with Hangman being in here, I think that they're looking to induct a new member into the Bull Club here with Joey Janela. You know what? I, I, I have to agree. Um, I don't know if you've really seen the newest Ooh. signing to into the Bullet Club, have you? I don't believe I have. No? Hmm. To my understanding... And uh, you've you've got the interwebs right there. Maybe okay. take a look at this for a second. Yeah. But I do believe that the newest member of the Bullet Club is Neville. Mm. That brings an interesting discussion because he is done with WWE. His contract is done. But it's the the thing to look at here now because WWE usually has this um, ninety day no compete clause. It's not going to be 90 days since they they his contract out. So it's going to depend on is it going from when he you know was kind of told to basically just to stay home, or is it going from the state to where actually WWE said okay, no, we're actually done. So that's going to really dictate what he can and can do. So it'll be interesting. I know that uh, formerly known as Wade Bear has also reached out to Neville as well. So yeah, so it'll be interesting. And but I think that. Uh, now, this could be a very cool match, too. Very talented guys. You know, like I said, Hangman's been uh, been killing it lately over in Japan and Ring of Honor. So you got to, two guys that are going to put in a really good match. Definitely. The two of them are. And, and like you said, I think that we could really see a uh, group hug at the end of that match and having mm-hmm. Joey Janela become part of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Now, next we have, I think that potentially, I'll say potentially here, could be a match that could really, really steal the show if these two guys really, really step up. And they, they both of them definitely have the potential. We have Kazushiko Okada versus the villain. You're wearing his shirt right now, Marty Skrull. That's right. This this here, again, <laughs> I mean, on paper, yeah. all of this really kind of sounds like, eh, you know. And, Not for and, me. And some people are like, yeah, I don't know this name. I don't know that name. These are, you know, people that are, you know, foreign names and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I really do. I get it. But this, again, is going to be an amazing match. Like, yeah. Dude, you have, now correct me if I'm wrong, anybody listening or, or Carl here, Kazuchika Okada, pro- I'm pretty sure longest reigning uh, New Japan Heavyweight champion. I mean, he uh, was around for for a long time and put on some killer matches with uh, with Naito and you know Kenny Omega, whatnot. I mean, he is one of arguably one of the most talented wrestlers in the world. And you have Marty Skrull, who right there with him. Bit of a smaller guy, but you know, I mean, just go and watch Marty's work, his his entrance, his in ring work, his character. The guy's got it all. He definitely does, and I mean. <clears throat> I, I I'm a huge fan. I, I I will actually say that I am a Marty Skrull Mark. Mm-hmm. I definitely am. Um, my wife was just down in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, she came back 
to town yesterday. She she made her way back in, and I gave her a ton of money. I'm like, here, I just pulled out this cash and I threw it at her and I said, <laughs> any hot topic that you go to, make sure you find me anything having to do with Bullet Club and Marty Skrull. And thankfully, she was able to find me at least this Villain Club shirt. Yep. I was hoping that I could have gotten the umbrella, which would have been amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool too. But nowhere really had that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I can't say enough about this guy. He's got the in-ring work, but he's got the comedic aspect to him as well. Mm-hmm. And it's not like uh, like like a Santino Morella type of comedic, which was great. I loved Santino as yeah. well. But he's got more of that English humor kind of unaware humor to him and and i love it he just he works it so well and being able to transition all of that into the ring with him as well makes for such amazing matches with no matter who he's with so honestly looking forward to seeing that match because i think it's gonna that match will probably blow the roof off of the place because what's interesting there is you have a really you have so much charisma there because you have Okada. Just if you don't go watch some stuff, you'll see the guy. The guy's just he's, in my opinion, he's the new Japan version of Randy Orton. Yes. And then you have Marty Skrull, who is very charismatic, but in a very subtle kind of way. Yeah. So it's a really interesting matchup there. Both guys are extremely talented in every aspect. For me, it's a 50-50 toss-up of this match. Either either of them win, I'm happy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so. Next, we have for the, as we mentioned earlier, for the Ring of Honor World Championship, we're going to have Jay Lethal, who is uh, the current Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, Ooh. versus the winner of that over-the-budget Battle Royal. So, again, this is one of those matches where, you know, like you said, you know, some people saying that the match doesn't look, none of these look good on paper. To me, all of these look good on paper because <laughs> I've been following uh, this so closely. And honestly, whoever wins that over the budget battle royal going up against Jay Lethal, I mean, Jay Lethal can have a good match with a, with anything. He could have a good match with a sack of potatoes. Yes, he could. So, <laughs> you know, so it really doesn't matter. Everybody's going to win with that. You're right. Everybody is going to win. Yep. I mean, I've been I've been really saying that you know on paper this this really doesn't look that great and I think I'm I'm saying that because I'm coming at it more from uh, the aspect of somebody who is is just a, a full WWE mark and mm-hmm. really the only names on the card that people essentially would really know is is like Cody yeah. you know and Kenny Omega <laughs> um, you know like those are probably the two that people would really know and understand, right? Um, This match is going to be, it's all of these matches are going to be so like, these are all top tier main event WrestleMania matches Mm -hmm. that are going to be happening on a smaller scale that everybody's just, you just got to watch this, this yep. show. I mean, it, when it comes on September 1st, you got to watch this because it's just going to be a show that is so different from what everyone is used to. It's going to be just go, 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 go the entire time. They're really not going to have, I don't, I don't believe that they're going to have these, these spots where everybody's, you know, just down and resting for five minutes before, no. you know, like none of that's going to happen. We're going to see, a thousand percent out of these guys every match that happens it's looking better and better as we go on and speaking of which next we have for the nwa world title that's why for the nwa the nwa has never gone away folks for those of you who have forgotten or, or think that they haven't been around the nws just kind of quietly stayed around and is still very relevant if we have for that nwa world title again probably one of the more good-looking belts out there too by the way we have the current champion former guest of ours nick aldis versus cody rhodes that's right and this is probably the most top tier match that Mm. you will ever and i mean ever (laughs) see in your life now Joe spoke about the NWA championship belt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my Holy Grail belt. Yeah. Like if I, it, to, to have a replica belt that was the only one that I could ever have 
it would be that NWA championship belt. Yep. The, the thing is gorgeous. It has so much prestige behind it. it and I love seeing that it's going out there being defended on not just in an NWA show, it's being defended on something that, that is, that is totally outside of NWA, which mm-hmm. is so different from, from how territories and how it used to be before. Yep. And it's such a, breath of fresh air to be able to see that this is happening nick aldis has taken this one he's keeping he's keeping the 10 pounds of gold it's i mean i don't i i I don't even think that it's on the line oh as far as uh, i'm aware it is okay as far as i know it is and uh, again, it's another one of these ones. You know, th- this for for me personally. You know, when we're predicting and we're calling WWE matches, I usually have a pretty clear pick or somebody who I want to beat the other person. This is another example on, on this card here. Whoever wins, I'm happy with. <laughs> That's, yeah, both guys are, are going to kill it, and I'm a fan of, of both of them. So, whether Cody um, becomes a new champion or Aldis retains, I'm not going to be upset. Me either. I'm I'm happy with with either one. Who would I prefer? I would prefer Nick Aldis to keep that belt, yeah. just because he he doesn't have all the pressures of Bullet Club and 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 all of those other other commitments and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he can really put his focus into the NWA Championship belt yep. and make it become that most prestigious belt that it has been in years past, and he's doing it. Mm-hmm. He is doing that right now, and I'm so happy about that. And and I I I don't care who wins this match. This is going to be a phenomenal match. Yeah. But I would rather Nick keep the belt. Yeah. Now this next match here, if this doesn't get you excited, you just need to go away now and go go watch some uh, you know some Raw and SmackDown. And if you're happy with mediocrity, because next up we have Kenny Omega. One of the biggest names in the business right now going up against Pentagon Jr. If that match doesn't get you excited to want to watch this, like I said, um, nothing will. Honestly, such con- <laughs> such contrasting styles oh, to wow. these two that just because of that fact, because we've got Pentagon Jr., who is a, a very brash and and I, I don't even want to use the word hardcore, but he's he's a very uh, extreme wrestler to to really go now to Kenny Omega who is more of a reserved guy and a more reserved wrestler and somebody who who can adapt to change and mm-hmm. adapt to different styles very quickly the two of them coming together for a match is just going to explode and people are going to be losing their minds over how good this is going to be. And you have just uh, personality-wise and character-wise, very, very much like you said, you know, you know, contrasting. You have Kenny Omega who does, you know, the um, does the show with the the Unbucks on YouTube with, uh, you know, being the elite. Yeah. And then you have Pentagon Junior who still. You know, and this is becoming a rare occurrence in the business. You know, is very, very kayfabe. You know, you know, like I mentioned before on a previous episode, he his actual name is even a public record. That's right. You know, he is very secretive. You know, but still very good. And you have uh, Kenny, who is just very much out there and and doing all kinds of stuff. It, it, it's a match where you have contrasting styles, and it just sits. Both guys are just gonna kill. It. And again, I'm gonna say it. Whoever wins, I am going to be extremely happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just happy that this is even happening. This is this is this entire show just it's all looking better it. and it's, better as we go through it, right? It, it is. I mean, a hundred percent. I I do. I I'm not going to apologize for what I had said. I know, but on paper, it doesn't look the greatest. But listening to who is there and really putting your mind to these people mm-hmm. is what is making it so much better. Absolutely. Now confirmed as the main event. I don't see this changing. We're going to have the young bucks and Kota Ibushi versus Ray Mysterio, Phoenix and Bandito. Now you have the potential here for now six man tags. Okay. In the context of WWE, I will come out and say it right up front, they suck. Six-man <laughs> tag matches in the WWE context suck. Yep. 
and I'm going to keep it PG because I could go further than that, but then we have to put an explicit rating on this episode. So, But then you have these guys. I mean, just oh, it, it's going to be one of those ones where it's just going to be nonstop. You know, all these guys who are very athletic, you know, a lot of high spots, a lot of energy, a lot of character. This main event is just going to blow everybody out of the water, and it's going to really... If there's people at WWE that are going to watch this, you're going to see the six-man tag match done the right way with these guys. You 100% you will. This is going to be um, high-flying. This is going to be quick. This is going to be yeah. fast. This is going to be an intense all-in matchup mm-hmm. between these six competitors. This is just... It, it's. I'm not going to say that this one's going to steal the show, but this is going to be the best way to go home. Mm-hmm. After the all-in pay-per-view, it's it's going to be amazing. And one thing I think to um, to look into this, and I think you know we'll end up kind of uh, talking about um, about how this is kind of happening here. What's very interesting with this being the main event is, um, and and this goes along with Cody as well. With him co-promoting this with the Young Bucks, he could have been very selfish and said, "No, this NWA title match that I'm having with Nick is going to be the main event." Yep. If you go and actually watch Cody out of his wrestling character, you're going to find somebody who is probably one of the most generous, one of the most personable, most willing to spend time with the fans in Cody Rhodes. He's the most humble and down-to-earth guy that you probably will ever meet. He is saying, no, Young Bucks, you guys are getting the main event. Yep. He could have been, like I said, he could have been so selfish and said, no, I want that moment. But he said, no. It's for you guys. That says a lot about him and how the show is being approached. Definitely. Right? It, the WWE approach would have been to have that at the event, and then they would have had this probably pre-show or early mid-card. Yep. Right? So you're, you're seeing, you know, this is tying into what we were talking about earlier. You're really seeing the approach with this show of proper booking, proper proper storylines, proper placement of matches, everything. It's, it's going to really show... This is how to do a professional wrestling event in the modern day. Yes. I mean, it is. I mean, this is going to be the biggest show of the year. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, no doubts about it. I do believe that this is going to be the show that people are going to be talking about for the next year. Mm -hmm. We're hoping that this is not going to be a one-off no. thing. We are really hoping that All In is going to continue to be an annual thing that happens and your involvement in watching, in tweeting, in Facebooking, in all the different types of social media, getting involved, getting behind the product, taking a look at the matches, seeing what's happened and going on, your involvement in that is what's going to make or break this. So, guys, make sure September 1st, you're going to go out there. You're going to do whatever you got to do to go and watch All In and make sure that we get more annual All In pay-per-views from Cody and the Young Bucks. Yeah. it's. I really think that they're working to something bigger here. And now when it comes to WWE and this, it's going to be interesting to see if they pay attention to this and to see if there's going to be any change in their approach. You know, so it's, um, I guess it's going to be probably one of the most important landmark, just not just shows, but just a occurrence in the business in a long time. And, it's going to affect, you know, at least the the independent scene outside of WWE in a in a large, large way. Now, is it going to affect WWE? Or are they going to learn? Or are they going to change? We're going to just have to wait and see. But they would be so smart to look at the approach and see and realize, you know, maybe some of the mistakes that they've been making. But really, only time will tell. Yeah. But regardless of the WWE, we just know that wrestling as wrestling fans, that this is going to be something extremely special, you know, to, to see and you know, and hopefully, you know, maybe it'll be released in some kind of physical form, like on a Blu-ray or something, because that would be so cool, you know, to have that uh, as part of the wrestling collection there. Definitely, so. <laughs> it would be. So now, guys, that was yeah. going through doing the card for All In. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to throw out there, 
That's as of right now. Mm -hmm. There are still names that are supposed to be part of the roster. MJF. Mm -hmm. We're looking Matt Cross. And we're looking the best friends, Trent Beretta and Chucky T. That's right. Chucky Taylor. Those guys are fun. Those guys are amazing. And I'm really hoping in some capacity that we get to see the best friends on All In. Mm -hmm. And Matt Cross himself as well. Like... An amazing talent there. MJF, I don't know very much about MJF, but this will be the perfect opportunity for me to find out about him. So Mm -hmm. that's that's a huge card. Mm -hmm. Huge card. And for all of those matches, plus these other names that are there, that is just showing you guys that this is going to be a full pace, all out, all in show (laughs) that is going to happen. And you guys don't want to miss it. No, absolutely not. So, and of course, then after it happens in our next episode, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, go over what what, what, what has happened because it's, there's definitely going to be some cool stuff. And then, you know, more than likely there's going to be some extra stuff that we're not even anticipating. So, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, you know, who knows could show up in this thing. As we mentioned before in the professional wrestling business, never say never and anything can happen. That's right. All right. So... Tell us a little bit about our social media, Carl. Social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find us at JK Podcasts. That is with an S on the end because somebody else had that JK Podcast. But Hmm. we were able to secure at JK Podcasts for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have to look into that and see if maybe we can challenge it and see if maybe we can get that overturned and get just JNK podcast. But we'll see. But uh, right now, of course, that is where we can uh, be found on all the social media. Now, for listening to the episodes, of course, you can find us on Podbean, on Google Play, on either Google Play Music or Google's standalone podcast app. You can find us on all kinds of podcatchers, on iTunes, and, of course, at the Gorilla Position as part of the Roar Network, where you can also find the Average Marks podcast, the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling podcast, Going Home and Rhythm of the Ring. All kinds of shows. Some really cool stuff happening with the Roar Network. So make sure and check all of that out. Definitely. All right. We will see you guys on the next one. Ciao. This is Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of the TheGorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast.